we are today just going to do a short recap of what happened from our first podcast. So if you're new listening to this for the first time, I just would like Panila to introduce her, the founder and the creator of the process of Awakening 101 and the website Awakening 101. Uh, okay. So what would you like me to say? Talk about me? No, no but just, you know, who the fuck are you, honey? You mean, oh, like, okay. you know, just, just give me, well, why should I listen to you? <laughs> so, um, my name is Pernilla Burke and I am the founder of Awakening 101 and this podcast is a description or a sort of a journey of how it came to be. And we're calling it the process of awakening 101 because that's how I saw this process to be. Like it's a it's a ba- basically a story of the journey of my life coming from a place of growing up, lots of anxiety, becoming a drug addict, turning to meditation and recovery. And then th- this this starting to write and coming into this website where we came up with this theme or theory of Awakening 101, which basically talks about um, what awakening, how it can be found in ordinary moments in your own life. That's what it's all about. Um, But it sounds very serious, and this is not a a serious podcast. No, but I mean, I I think... I think it's just for people who's being new, it's just that was a wonderful introduction, Pranilla. Mm-hmm. And and I just think it's important that your website Awakening 101 is like a spiritual library, completely mm-hmm. free and one can access to it. There are some mm-hmm. really, I mean, divine sources of, of wisdom, I would say, um, that is available for anyone. And mm-hmm. and 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 to get this even more. Um, having a bigger dialogue and not feeling maybe alone in this. We wanted to create this podcast uh, as we have been best friends since we were four years old and, and, and life, you know, life is just folding out differently from, for for all of us, but you know, then, you know, we meet in different paths in life and stuff like that. So as you said, this podcast is really to, to join you and also me on the journey through life and how, awakening have changed our lives or improved our life right mm-hmm. i think also the the podcast is to sort of verbalize and bring it into conversation the things that we're talking about so that it doesn't seem so far-fetched i mean exactly. that's my whole intention with the website is like you know if we always think about awakening from the standpoint of something that can only happen to somebody who lives in india or lives in a cave then no one's going to even try, you know? No. So but let's bring stop me... there because I think, okay. I, I think let, let's step into to, 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 to today's um, uh, source and, and, and essence of today's podcast because you're touching it, you know? Um, what, what is, like, what is awakening for you? Can, like, this, you know, for me, you know, I think we can see awakening in many different ways so so but just make this a little bit basic so you know how do you see awakening what what does it mean for you because you said you know it is difficult or is it difficult to reach or why does it feel unreachable for certain people what is it all about yeah 
It's a, such a huge question, right? Like we could talk about that for three weeks. So what awakening means to me now, let's start there. Mm -hmm. I think it's coming to believe or understand that what, what life really is for me, right? So through all this journey, I come to a place where the things that matter are different than the things that mattered to me when I was younger or 10 years ago or five years ago, even. So I think about awakening as the ability to be fully present, right? My, that okay. so my, but, but my question yesterday is because I, you know, I think I understand and I get you and, and, but could you be, isn't, isn't that the essence of life that we can't, are we born? we awakening or full awareness or do we have to develop it as we grow do you understand what i mean because you said yeah. even this is your yeah. journey so i mean because when you look at life you could almost say that we're living life in the wrong direction we should actually start by being 100 and then going back with the wisdom and awakening we have but then yeah. we miss you know then we miss being a child being completely you know not not, not you know this is very good yeah, I think that 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 awakening. I think that when you're a newborn baby, you're fully mm. awake, mm. right? You're fully awake, and then our world and our sort of complexities and neuroses, neuroses start to affect you. You know, you have a, if you have a six month old, that that six month old is completely present and fully loving, right? because like the, the key things are like connection love presence right so mm -hmm. the six-month baby loves his mother mm -hmm. unconditionally mm -hmm. he feels connected to her and he's mm -hmm. fully present he doesn't see anything that is past and future and then as the years go by we as human beings and that's part of the human condition nothing that is wrong and this nothing is imperfect or perfect it just is mm -hmm. that then the things start sort of piling onto us where we start worrying about the future. We're worrying about this person likes us or not, or do we have enough? Or why doesn't my mom have this better car than my friend? I mean, it just goes crazy, right? Over the, over the span of our lives. And then there's some people like you and me who starts questioning why, why does these things matter to me? And why don't I feel like this life here that it doesn't make any sense like why are we even here and that's what happened to me you know so then over the span of years i think that like some people choose to look into life in a deeper way so mm -hmm. and not a lot of people do you know i would say most people it, it's life gets so busy that they just don't have the time or the capacity to say, mm. why am I doing, why am I getting up in the morning? Or why am I triggered every time some, my wife says something to me? Or why can't I find any moment of pause, right? But so, yeah, but, but just, just, just uh, as you said, like some people have the searching spirit or they, 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 they open up those doors, but don't you ever think that sometimes life but you know in buddhist we would call and there is not a difference a value between the two people but we would call a person with a seeking spirit uh, 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 um enlightened person and a person who doesn't really um 
deep and down more than ordinary person. Sometimes mm -hmm. I think being an ordinary person must be so, understand me right, but wouldn't that sometimes be easier? You know what yeah. I mean? Wouldn't it sometimes uh, be easier to not yeah. question what is my purpose in life? Uh, you know what I mean? So, 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 yeah. so I think it's- well, I, I guess it depends on how you see it, right? Like for me, I, I say that like through my life journey, I have maybe more obstacles and more trauma than most, right? You know, I had like, you know, severe drug addiction, you know, and then I had a, I had a child with a birth defect. My husband had a stroke. You know, I've moved a bunch of times. I mean, there's just and like suicidal depression over and over and over again, right? But all of those things were moments for me to grow deeper. And in the end, they helped me be who I, this person that I am today. So you could say, yeah. It ain't over. It ain't over. What? It, it ain't, ain't over. over. It's just going to keep coming. I mean, I know that now. I mean, we just had COVID. So like, I mean, come on. It's just keeps building. You know, it's like always something. I always go every every year. I'm like, all right, what's, what's, what is it going to be this year? You know, so it depends on how you want to be. Right. Then, sorry to interrupt, but when you say so, you know, having that lightness and 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 uh, almost uh, you know the, the, the highest life condition to be able to meet the challenges with that attitude that doesn't come for free. That's something yeah. you have worked through. Um, yeah, uh, that is that actually I learned that from my my therapist. Uh, mm. This guy, his name is Robert Jameson, and him and I, we've been working together here and there for years, but he always says, when th when life comes, you say, oh boy, more fun. Yeah. You know? So like, I mean, of course, you know, when, when your husband is sick or, you know, when you, something happens with your child, it's hard to say that. But then as the years have gone by, I go, oh, here's another humongous, awful thing that we have to work through. Um, and, you know, of course, I'm not saying that this is what I, I don't want bad things to happen to me. It's awful, you know, and it's difficult and no one wanted something like COVID to come, you know, but I think that for the awakening process, right, to see that things come and that we can learn from them is like the step number one in this process. So, you know, what did I learn from COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, lots of things. You know, I learned that I can, you know, I, I took that time to deepen certain practices and I took that time to to create the website and write more or whatever. And that sounds like cheesy, I guess, you know, but, you know, you, you learn to depend on something through all, all the obstacles. You know, you say, OK, well, we got through this and I'm still OK. So what's on what's on the other end of that? There's something there supporting us going forward. Um so when you say like, isn't it easier to to just be like a regular person who doesn't ask these questions and have like a little bit less shit happen to them, like happen to me? Yeah, maybe. But for me, I would be unsatisfied. Like that's what the problem, like that's how this all started. I was unsatisfied. I needed answers. Like why the fuck are we here? <laughs> Did you just use the F word? Yes, I mean, I can't be regular. I can't be doing this without the F word. Oh, no, we no, might be blipped out. We're blipped out. What yeah. do you mean we blipped out? 
Yeah, of course. I think there's like one. the podcasting like world. You can't use that for it. <laughs> Probably not. So anyway, um, you know what I'm saying? It's it's it's. Yeah, I know. Um, what I'm I, I just I, I just um, no, but I totally agree with what you're saying. You know, but I think you know I'm trying to to um, you know I I mean I I just we also need like the yin and the yang. We also need the opposite. So because for a reason it comes into my life so I can really deepen my faith or my process of awakening or what's, you know, it's, we need it, you know, we need it. The to, balance, to, yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the same thing I think about this a lot. Like, would I have been able to do this as seriously as I am with my spiritual practice if I hadn't gone through the years of standing on a no. speaker in a nightclub, you know? And being out all night. I mean, I, I really I think that something. it's if the yin and the yang, you know. Wait, if someone missed Panela's background, you should tap into the podcast number one. Because <laughs> the podcast number one, you get to know a little bit more who yeah. Panela Or where she no, came but, Not yeah. who she Okay, just parenthesis. No, but it's, it, you know, that's the thing. Like, if you have, I think that the, 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 the opposite the opposites of life are really important. It's the same thing as like, whenever we feel bad, we get so upset, right? Mm -hmm. But when we're feeling good, we're like, oh, this is great. You know, this is how it is. But you re feeling bad and feeling good are actually just as valuable in life. They're, they're just part of the same thing. So it's the same thing here. Like, you know, spiritual awakening or the awakening path I think that like, if you've experienced the other side of it, like, you know, like we did with drug addiction, you get, it's sort of like yeah. a boomerang effect. You come to the other side and you're like, wow, you know, and there's something about that that's really profound. And we know, because we know a lot of people who've been in the program and stuff like that, that they really go hardcore into spirituality after because we're searching, we're seeking spirits, right? So I'm not saying, hey, you have to be a drug addict to be awakened, but... It's a good idea. It's yeah, a good no, idea. I think it, it could be anything. I mean, I notice I, I work with a lot of young people, um, you know, 30s and stuff. And they, you know, I think that like the sort of social media era has also created a need for something deeper because they've noticed already that this is a very sort of like, and I'm not poo-pooing social media because it's great and it works really well and it's, you know, enlarged so many communities and stuff like that around the world but but when you're dealing with a very sort of like on the surface sort of method you find that you need to take time for yourself and I've, I've noticed that with a lot of young people that they're already looking for meditation or yoga because they just it's too much to be in a screen world you know mm. so isn't yeah. that what I just wanted to refer back to well, we're all going to come into and also um, tapping into, you know, to, to bringing this forward uh, in the process uh, back to the tools. But you say, you know, when you say that we need to, it, it, it's about finding our space, right? It's, to, it's, it's about to really just feeling when can I tap out from everything and just tapping into my space and try to be a witness of whatever is going on inside from moment to moment, even if it's a bad feeling or if it's a very positive, yes. good feeling, 
Of yeah. course, the positive feeling will give me more positive thoughts. And in that way, I get into a better yeah. flow, right? Then yeah. it's not dragging myself down, 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 down. Yeah. But, yeah. but, or, I just, yeah, I, I just want to say, yeah, because I just want to say, you know, I do this um, walking, uh, mindful walking meditation in the forest here where I'm living. So great. So well, great. It's wonderful, you know, and I had this, she was only 20. She came with her mom and she's like, mom, it felt like I was in the movie. I was so present. I was listening yeah. to the sounds. I was smelling it. I could hear it. Yeah. And it was yeah. so interesting, her reflection. And there was another uh, also 20 years young lady who came with her mother. She's, I would never walk in the nature in the same way because, you know, you may be really becoming aware of, you know, often when we go, we, we walk and talk with our mind. You know, we don't experience with our heart. We don't experience with our body. But, you know, when you're in the walking meditation and you get that space, and that's what I wanted to come back to, that your space, you know, we need more and more to tap out and tap into ourselves. And mm -hmm. with that, I really would like to say something that, because you also mentioned a Tolle on your side, who's been one of your masters or, or someone who inspires you a lot. But I yeah. always read one of his things when I'm out in the nature, and I just really would like to read it up. Um, mm -hmm. We depend on nature, not only for our physical survival. We also need nature to show us the way home, the way mm -hmm. out of prison for our own minds. We got lost in doing, thinking, remembering, uh, anticipating, lost in a maze of complexity and a world of problems. We have forgotten what rocks, plants and animals still know. We have forgotten how to be, to be still, to be ourselves, to be where life is here and now. I think it's so beautiful. Oh my God, that's just he just I mean, nailed it that's what he's talking about you know you, you yeah. know you find your yeah. source in nature yeah yeah i mean that is you know i've been thinking about this a lot actually in the last few weeks because uh we've been talking about connection as a theme mm. um and you know i go out in the forest every day and i do various things i walk my dog i do pranayama i like jog i do like lots of different things in the, in the nature and i always think about like what is it here that makes us feel present mm -hmm. and the thing is the thing that is so incredible is that so many of us use nature to make us feel better without even thinking about that that's what we're doing yeah, yeah so nice. like everybody takes walks on the beach mm -hmm. everybody goes mm -hmm. walk with their dogs on you know in nature on the beach you know everybody love loves hiking you know so there's so many things that we do people go on beach vacations and they lie on the beach main nature is the sort of like the the, the built-in presence that mm -hmm. we as humans go to and we a lot of us don't even know that that's what we're doing but everybody but feels calm because what you're saying now is that and it's a big point because you know i it, what you're saying is that if we then will cultivate the tools and the elements in Awakening 101 and getting in the process of Awakening 101, you would even embrace the present moment even more because you're being you're yeah. being aware of the nature. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's what I hear you saying. Right? Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, yeah, but I feel like if you were to line it up as like steps, which I hate, like it's it's not as it's like a spider web of tools yeah, and elements, like, yeah. right? But nature 
is the number one thing that people can really tap into in the beginning. Mm. You know, like you were saying, these young women were coming with you on the mindful meditation walks and they get it. They don't know why they get it, but they get it. Like you didn't teach them to feel that way. You didn't explain it to them with words. They just felt it because that's mm. the thing with the nature. It, we feel it there. And that's why it sinks in. It's a feeling that we remember. It's not a thought that we remember. Mm. And that's what's important. So that's, that's, you know, I, I think we're that statement. It's not the th thought we remember. It's the feeling. The feeling. Remember. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because because awakening in the end, if you is, can feel, yeah, if you awakening, feel. you know, awakening is not something that is in my mind, right? No, it's a feeling that I experience. So when I feel present, I don't. It's not something I go, oh, there's no thoughts in my mind. No, it's like a, a sensation of like I I have a sensation of presence. Right. Everything I have to is say one, yeah, yeah. I, I got it. But I have to say one thing because yeah. I know for certain people, especially you know, I wouldn't say especially for, for, for recovering people, because I think you can be you, you know, you can be in, in any kind of trauma or you can have been but I think also depending on what kind of element which more present in your body, what kind of type in the Ayurvedic style you are. But I think some people are just more airy up in the head, have 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 less access to their body and feeling their body because remember, everybody has done to me also, you know, the feelings are energy and all that. I mean, for me, it took, and I'm still in the process, I have to say, to really experience my feelings. You know, I can, I can be present with my you know, with, with, with hearing, touching with all the five senses or six senses, but you know, the universe of, of, of feelings is, is not always easy to identify with or, 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 or cope with. Yeah. And the thing, the thing that you're talking about now, feelings. Um, We're not going to tap into yeah. it. Because no, be it's a huge, it's a yeah. huge subject. But what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I, I rather, you know, when we are present in nature, what makes us feel present is mm -hmm. that we're present with our senses. With yeah, presence exactly. Here, exactly. That's what, what we're remembering. So it's yeah. not the feeling yeah. of, you know, it's yes. it's you know, it's it's we we present, we hear, we smell, we touch. Yeah. We, you know, yeah. Yes. It, That's perfect. Everybody yeah. has access to those, even if you are uh, as fucked up as we are. Um, right. Yeah, but I, I mean, I talk about this a lot. Like even when I was living in in New York or in London. Uh, and I was like using drugs every night. I still on occasional days would take these long walks where I would yeah. like just, you know, for three, four hours. And I, that's what I was doing. You know, I didn't know that I was doing it until now when I'm thinking about all these things. But when I lived in London, I went to this like school on, on Tuesdays. I only went to school one day and the rest of the week I was just in a nightclub. But it was in the in the north part of London, and I lived like in the southwest part of London. And I would walk home from school. It took four hours, but I did it every every week because somehow, because I would walk through these beautiful large parks mm -hmm. that London has in the middle of London, and I would I would feel something, you know. Mm -hmm. And those are the times I remember from that year in London because I was 
literally so messed up. Like I don't remember anything. I'm mostly bad memories, but the walks and like along the river and, you know, those are the times I remember because that was something that I felt with my senses, just like you described. And the same thing in New York. So even though I was having all these times, I sort of mended my own spiritual mm -hmm. self through walking along the Hudson or, you know, experiencing the energy of Chinatown. So it's just something about like that part, I think that like we're, we're, we're sort of tapping into one of the really, really profound tools, which mm -hmm. is nature. And it doesn't actually have to be forest. You know, it can be walking in a large city because there's something about the energy there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, isn't that more like nature understanding, right? Of course, nature, the oceans, the elements, you know, but, but as you say, the, 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 like nature is an energy that's present in everything living around us, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the energy of the universe, mm -hmm. you know, it's, the, you know, everything has, if you look at the really deep sort of like yogic teaching, you know, even, even the table has energy, we're not yeah. going to go there, but but you know, you know, I would say that everything has energy. Manhattan mm -hmm. as a whole, as a city, has a ton of energy. It's okay. very, you know, crazy energy, but it still has energy, just like anything, you know. So, but I think if we're talking about the process of awakening, this is one of the the tools, one of the aspects that are really important, has been really important to my journey. And if we say if I talk about like the things that we learned from COVID, like say an example, nature saved my butt during that mm -hmm. time. And I think for a lot of us, like that was the one thing that everybody could do and more people than usual did. They took walks, they were outside, they gathered with their friends in their backyards, which maybe they never even went into their backyards before. Mm -hmm. So that's part of this awakening process, like awakening to that we can feel good in some way that we don't even really even know how it is so but um um i i, I get you i i i am um i i just wonder if we should like you bring in the the process of awakening of now when we have gone through a little bit of how we both experience awakening and and how the world sees awakening and 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 how it can just by the five senses uh, being present, starting the journey there without having to be in any specific place, just being exactly where you're at, uh, feeling that, you know, you're connected to yourself in the present moment. I just want, you know, so that, that's been, I think we should move this into, because you mentioned the tools and the elements. So I wanted to move this into one of them, to one of the tools, the conscious living. Mm -hmm. Can I just ask you something first? Yeah. The, the quote from Eckhart Tolle, which, which book did you get that from? I got that from one of his, uh, it's in his book, in the, I think it is in the power now, but I got it from something. He has um, uh, a website and mm -hmm. he has, um, um, there is a website called uh, Echo Mail. I can send it to you. Uh, what because they I want to, I want to keep that quote. It's really nice. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, um, I was I will send you that. And for you guys who's listening, if you're interested too, then uh, uh, we will post it on uh, on 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 the post, right? Yeah. 
Um, no, because just to, just to wrap this up, uh, I wanted to end with 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 a, with a, with a tool. Um, mm -hmm. So so um, should should we tap moving Whatever on? Whatever you want. Yeah. Conscious living, because I think that was what we. You know, of course, you made you made you, you mentioned nature and animals, but I think we have another podcast more based on nature and animals, right? So I yeah. think the living is maybe more aligned till the awakening process of what we talked about and how your process have been, right? Mm -hmm. So what specific cautious living, just like the the aspect of nature and animals, is so huge. Right. I, I, I could I could come up with like 15 things that would fall into the conscious living sort of area. Right. Food, sleep, spiritual practices. So if you can, if we say we're going to talk about the way that we live conscious living now or how you can start a process of that, you know, I, I, I could that I would like to, you know, without you uh, <laughs> telling how conscious living you're, you know, but I, I mean, as a listener, I guess that I would maybe yeah. uh, get, some, get some tools of how, without getting a whole list of what to do, but we already mentioned, yeah. you know, being present with your senses is, it, it, you know, is, is, is a start of conscious living, but maybe you can give some tools of if I now want to try to get on a more spiritual journey or the process of awakening one-on-one being uh, a deeper part of my life if there are any tools anything i can you would suggest yeah Ooh, big question um so we, we, we're going to come back and have a whole podcast of consciousness yeah, 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 yeah no i think that it's it's just it's just i would say starting by asking how you spend your day how you spend your time and also asking yourself like what, what why what what that was so triggering i was like shut up how can you even i guess a lot of people have it at the same way you're not the why? one it's so well, interesting why does that trigger you that's so funny because i probably don't want you yeah i probably you don't want yeah. to hear about this yeah, yeah of course I want to hear about it, but but it's I mean it's always much easier to hear of someone else yeah. and then have a dreamy oh. thought of I could be there than doing yeah. it myself because it requires oh, yeah. some discipline and some you know some yeah. willpower to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I always want to stay away from the word discipline because that's a scary word. If I yeah. if I say, Oh, you have to be disciplined and you know, blah blah blah, brush your teeth, you know, then like ah! You know, I run, you know, but I feel like the, the, the sort of the aspect of be, having like a sort of a, 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 an inquiry mind, you know, what, what, what am I spending my time on? How did I spend my day? Did it make me feel good or did it make me feel bad? Well, I love so, that. Wonderful. Yeah. So like if I wake up in the morning and I, I watch the news and drink six cups of coffee, that's going to make me feel bad you know, guaranteed. So those are the little things like just like putting at a, a second level of awareness on how you spend what? 
I love when you say awareness, awakening. I love it, but that's exactly yeah, awareness. But it, you know, it's just that's what it is. Like just saying, like having like a moment of pause behind the the, the actions of your day. You go, huh? Why did I do that? You know, or why am I like? I just need to say here. Here I'm talking to the party queen of the '90s (laughs) in New York, London, talking about awareness and awakening. I'm definitely so bizarre. So bizarre. If this can happen, it's like a fucking joke. (laughs) Louise is so right. It's it's a joke, really. I mean, I was thinking about that yesterday when we were but thinking this, about. It's just an spy, you know. I think that I, I really I hope people listening out there, if you feel that this is definitely nothing for you, then th- this is for you. Yeah. You know, because if she can yeah, do I it, mean, if we can do it, anyone can do it. Exactly. No, I mean, it's a, it's like bizarre, really, <laughs> that this, that we sort of went from only caring about nightclubs and drugs and what we were wearing. And like where what the where the cool party was to this. Here we are. I got up at five this morning to sit here and talk to you about awakening. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> so I you know change is possible. That's all I have to say. When people are like, oh no, people don't change. I'm like, no, well, if you want to, you can. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that that's the whole message. You, you know, you don't have to be a person in nightclub doing drugs your whole life. You you can change. And, you know, sometimes people seem to be losing hope that people don't change. But I really think that if you start a process of inquiry and conscious living, then you can. But I also want to say on this conscious living aspect, like it's not just self-inquiry and trying to understand why you do the things you do. You know, it, it, it that comes first. That comes first. You know, I when I sort of started changing a little bit, like what I eat, it wasn't because um, I was trying to diet or anything like that. That's all, you know, that's not, no. I, it was more like, okay, how do I feel when I start my day with an egg and bacon sandwich? You know, I don't. You know, it's like you eat it and then you're like, yeah, that's so yummy. And they're like, (laughs) you know, so that's another thing. You know, you just, how do I feel when I do this thing? How do I feel when I watch three hours of Netflix before bed? You know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, I watched Netflix last night. I mean, you know. So it's. I'm not saying that that's not what you're supposed to do, but how do we feel? No, but I think that's, I mean, that's, I mean, I, it's a you know I understand I'm with you and all this and 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 I and I may, maybe just also underline that you know it's only when you really hit the rock bottom in in, in pain that you have a motivation to change. So when you've done the you know yeah. the candy of Sweden and the cinnamon bread for two and a half months and Netflix for ten hours a day, then you know after two months and a half you know pretty much done with it. Then you need to you know we kind of. I think also that, you know, I, we all we, we fall down, all of us, you know, we fall down yeah. over and over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah. But, you know, if we don't fall up, down, we can't stand up again. We can't rise yeah. up and we can't, you know, yeah. that's, and I think that that's, that's what giving, that's the few, right? That, that, that yeah. must be, and, and what I wanted to come to that is, you know, 
you want to find some lightness in that. Back to yeah. when you look at that challenge and you're facing, you kind of, of course, you don't want to have all this shit happening in your life. But the attitude, you're more becoming aware that you can change the attitude or how you meet your problems. Yeah. Get them a little yeah. bit, you know. Yeah. And, I, I, and I think that space you get when you're starting the awakening process and also when you tap into meditation or yoga or whatever gives you, whatever nurtures your own space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to say, um, just give me a second here. So the, the important thing is that to know that, that this process, I feel like there's, you know, you said, you know, you hit, you have to hit rock bottom to change. I don't hundred percent agree with that. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a, the, cause our rock bottom is worse than 99% of the world's rock bottom, right? Like we, we not, went I mean, really far down, but and, and, what? No, but I'm not, I don't think that you can compare the rock bottom is individual for each person. Yes. It could be. Yes, exactly. I, that's my point. Like I just, when you yes, say rock bottom, rock I just. Bottom for relationships, it could be a rock yes. bottom for always getting fired or, you know, always yeah. getting in conflict yeah. with people. I mean, yeah. rock bottom is, and it's, you know, but, but it's Any. a motivation when you get enough, you know, the change is there, right? Yeah. And also, um, there's two, two kinds of people, not two kinds of people, it's not that black and white, but is that quote rock bottom going to make you start a process of awareness onto yourself or is it going to make you do the same thing over and over and over again? And you just stick your head in the sand. You know, that's the question. Like, yeah. how does a person choose to create more awareness from whatever rock bottom you have yeah. or hide more? Because a lot of people just hide more from additional pain in life. They hide more. And for us, maybe additional pain was, oh, I got to figure this out. Mm. What makes a person the uh, one or the other? Mm. And that's sort of something that is always going to be a question. And then I just wanted to say also that um, this uh, awareness or process that we're talking about, it's always going to be uh, baby steps. Mm. So small, right? There's no way that you can go. Because I see this a lot. Like people say, okay. I'm going to start meditating. I'm going to do it an hour a day and blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, and then it stops. Hmm. You know, I, when I started meditating, it was literally one minute in the morning and one hmm. minute in the evening. That's it. Hmm. And that's all I could possibly, hmm. I couldn't deal with anymore because it was so painful to sit there for one minute. It was just the most awful thing ever. Hmm. And that's the thing. I think it's an, important to remember that in any process of awakening, it's it's so small, you know. If you if 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 you want to change something, don't do anything big. Don't go from like eating hamburgers and drinking Coca Cola to like only eating salad leaves. You know, it's like what is a small thing that can that you can do to change? It's just one one small thing over time. You know, this process of awakening that we're talking about. I mean, it's taken me twenty five years. Twenty five years. But I'm not saying that 
like that's what it's going to take everyone. I think no. every single little step can shift everybody's life. So it's not like you want to get over here. No. Every small step that you take in shifting to greater awareness or greater connection, greater love, all the mm -hmm. things that we're talking about in this awakening aspect is is important. It's not so so say one isn't little that, thing is a success. Yeah, and isn't that exactly but this is not an end. This is only a deeper and deeper understanding. So I, you know, so it's it, there is no goal. The goal is the process. You know, the goal is yeah. the journey. And the I goal think also, is the process. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And and also important that this is not to become a perfect person. You know what I mean? No, I perfection. think it's really important to. Yeah, but you know, it's like, oh, if I become more aware, then you know, it's it's I'm gonna get the perfect life, and I'm gonna be perfect. I think it's important just yes, to say no one is perfect. We're perfect in the unperfect. And I think that the awareness will create a better and lighter life in that sense that when you are aware, you want to do good things for yourself. That's yeah. what eliminating the bad habits yeah. you have or the bad things that you want to. That's that, that's actually how, how, how the mindset is then working. You know, you're getting into a positive flow. But just to underline that, it's not about getting the perfect life, right? No. Yeah, I think the, the the aspect of the perfection is so important because we're even more plagued with the idea of what perfect is now because we have social media. So that's the first, actually, per perfection is the first thing that sort of drew me to starting yoga because that's one of the aspects, at least of Anusara Yoga, which is what I did in the late 90s was that we are already, per, quote, perfect, right? There is no such thing as perfect. You know, it just is. There's no imperfect, there's no perfect. It just is. Whatever you are is. And I, I remember like, oh, wow, that is so great. You know, there's, I'm already perfect, yippee, you know? So, so it's, 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 it's a dangerous sort of thing that we're living in and like, like that we try to be the perfect yogi or the perfect eater or, you know, and I, it's always going to ebb and flow. And if you can allow for the ebb and flow, allow for the good mood, allow for the negative mood, allow for the junk food, allow for the vegan salad, you know? So uh, the more you can accept the top and like, oh boy, more fun, you know? So that's, you know, perfectionism is sort of a, a plague in our, our society that we have to completely let go of and say that if we can fully accept everything bad that we're ha that's happening to us and all mm -hmm. the bad times and all, you know, like, like, don't feel bad about something that you did that was a part of sort of the negative thing, right? So letting go of perfectionism is a really big step in the conscious living aspect. You no, know, we don't. It's, there's no, yeah, like let go of perfectionism. It's it's just it's just it's a huge obstacle for all human beings, but we all try to do it. And I think that like people, it's stress. Stress is created through the the drive to be perfect. We got to let go of that. 
I want to pick you up where you said that that uh, uh, conscious living, uh, you know, uh, just the self inquiring. What did I do good for me today, and 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 what do I maybe wish to improve my life, or to the second step, maybe becoming more aware of what I eat or what my habits are. But then, as you said, the letting go of the perfect to just be, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's some really, really good. Um, good yeah, it's it's this idea that we have to stop trying to be something. Mm. The try thing is is so limiting. Mm. You know, if I could just be more positive, mm. or if I could, you know, this this Not idea. Yeah, it's just the trying to be like that already put you know. Cut, drives you out of being conscious because then you move away from the center you know everything that you try to do try has like restriction and and forcing it like i should try you know and it's it's messes everything up like a dog is not trying to just lay there he just lays there you know it's the human condition yeah our humans are so we can tap into another the power of words because words like shell maybe i get them away yeah they're they're so bad you know it's 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 uh it's so funny because six said yesterday to me he said mom i'm so tired of you not believing in yourself if I tell I'm the king, I am the king. I act like the king. I attract the things. I say king around me. But if I have a little doubt on myself and on, and he was so spot on, 15 years old. I mean, he, he thinks though he's God. So that's a little bit, you know, yeah. hard to live with. But I can see that it's so interesting. We're going to keep that for another postcard that you actually attract the things that you're sending out. Um, I know. Uh, I, I know you've been you, you you have a lot of experience about that, Pernilla. So that's yeah, but I don't I, I I don't think that I consciously do any of that. Like I don't sit around and say I'm the queen and I'm gonna attract this to myself. Like, I don't think like that. I think only, I mean, not all the time. But I I live in the moment. I don't think you know this is who I don't have an image in my head of something that I'm gonna be. You just are. I just am. So, and and I I actually have been reading this book. It's called More Than a a Pretty Space by Reiko Gomez. She's a feng shui shui expert and a a friend of mine. And she talks about like envisioning who you want to be and then envisioning how to make a space in your house to sort of identify that. And I was like, ha, who do I want to be? And I'm like, and it's hard for me to sort of come up with that because I'm I'm just here now. I'm just here. Yeah, but you know that's that's also maybe your that's maybe your new awakening process that you would tap into because I you know. know because yeah if someone would enter in your home they would all of a sudden they would you know they would immediately see oh Panila is like this she attracts this yeah she yeah attracts, and maybe it's like, just that I don't I don't think about that like consciously but, but I also have to say that. But but we're going to round up now, but the conscious living and, you know, you attract the things you are, you visualize. I mean, there's also a, a, a fine line of being completely self-centered. You know what I mean? When you're almost being a little bit narcissistic and it's all about me, myself and I. And also you're having that. Yeah, but, you know, I think this is, 
this is a very fine balance, you know, people get very caught up. Okay, I do conscious living or, you know, I I, I, yeah. I, I don't, you know, you know what I want to go, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so um, yeah, so that's, I think, a really important point. So, like, when does sort of my journey become more important than everybody else? And and, and and that's just part of the self-inquiry. Like, who am I, who am I thinking about most of the day? Am I thinking about me or am I thinking about what I can do for others? I mean, that's like a basic AA thing, you know, like, what can I do for others today? How can I pack into the stream of life is one of the sentences in the book. Service for others. That's, yeah, that's the, yeah. So, uh, but it's, it's, I would say that's a step in the conscious living. You, You say, who, if I think about the thoughts that I had in my mind, were they about me or were they about other people or were they about nothing? Or both. Yeah. You know, so, so I, I think if you notice that it's mostly about yourself, then maybe you should change that. <laughs> then go maybe to you the- should be like, huh, why should- am I always thinking about myself? You know? But you, you know, I noticed, I actually, I noticed that with people that are struggling emotionally um, and if you have conversations with them and people that have had traumas or really scared or are caught in a fight or flight like we were during COVID, it's much more common that you only see the thought process is about themselves. And it's not, I think that that's not, that you can't blame them for this. Like that's a really regular, if I'm scared, I'm going to only think about me, mm. right? I'm going to be like, how can I fix this? What can I do? Who should I call? Oh, Whatever. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so it's, it's a little bit tricky there, you know, self-centeredness. If it comes from fear, we can't really blame anybody for that because it's a part of, it's like, if you're a horse and the wolf is coming around the corner, you're going to go, I'm going to run, you know, and humans, we get scared about things that aren't really happening because we are, we are fearful, right? We also get scared of things that are happening right now, but like real things, but a lot of humans were worried and then we get scared and we're only thinking about ourselves. And I think that that's, that you have to just surrender to and accept that's not true self-centeredness you know like that's no, so, no, no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't identify that as self-centeredness no. either but that's i would say if you're going to change there it's, it's just it's, like yeah. having the simple question who do i spend the time thinking about throughout the day you know please who do you think about throughout the day me myself and i of course how would how in the else do you want me to wake up? How do you want me to be awake if I don't if I don't get my own shit together first? No, I'm yeah. kidding. Kidding, no. kidding, kidding, kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say No, but I think it's, you know, like everything, it's organic. I think it's I mean, I think that's why it's so important sometimes to have one to talk to, or you know, you have a friend that you can have a dialogue with, because sometimes when we keep the secret inside, you know. The mind can be very manipulating. You know, there are so many different poisons uh, that we don't see. And, and when we're becoming aware that, you know, that's the whole yin yoga practice too. It's wonderful how we can really bring in the unconscious up to the consciousness. 
that you know bringing the, the you know it's it's the mm-hmm. iceberg you know we only see the top what's underneath you know mm-hmm. um so so i think that um uh, i mean we need to be loving and caring to ourselves and 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 uh, enjoy the process even when it's hard and knowing that that this is the this is the journey this is the process that you're on and it's not a final destination you know it's as yeah. wide as the universe yeah but you know when you say we have to be loving loving and kind to ourselves that's a really really hard thing to do for most people i know but i i think that we need to cultivate it even more i mean yeah. and, and how do we cultivate that becoming aware becoming aware of that when you're on your yoga mat just take your knees up to your chest give yourself a hug and how does it feel to give yourself a hug yeah how does it feel to really just thank that body that's with you wherever you go, even when you're not present, even when you don't feel it, it's still there. It's still working for you. Your heart is still pumping. Exactly. But I don't even even feel my heart, you know, but I know it's pumping. I'm still breathing. So I think that, you know, that's again, those small, small, small steps, but I actually do truly believe that if you want to do without going down in the drain with everything around us. And even when we're becoming more awakening, because it's painful to see what you're doing, maybe not good for yourself and others without even, I mean, I seen things with my kids that I've been manipulating them. I never, I never thought of that. And when you're becoming aware of that, of course it's painful, but you know, now I can see it, it ups to the light and can transform it. But I mean that the whole awakening process, I think that, having in mind of being kind to yourself is very important. It's very important to very important. because I think that the, the kind mind, which is a really good uh, word. Yeah. I think it's taken me, you know, at least 20 years of recovery to get to, to yeah. not be, and, and, it, it really was hard for me. And I, I don't know why, you know, I, I look at my kids. I, I think that, but that's why I think, I mean, and you need to start. So sometimes the, the critic, you know, the kind mind is very, very difficult to transform because the critical mind is so present. But just by doing something good for yourself, putting your hands in your heart, or you know, when you've been in the shower, just you know, feeling the skin, it you know, mm-hmm. you're becoming more aware, you're present, you can feel it, you can smell it. That's a kind act to yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's we can talk about this for hours. I know. We need to wrap up now. We need to let go. We let we need to let go and freak out again. So now we're going to yeah. step up from the awakening process and being yeah. unawake, which actually mm-hmm. is not possible, right? When you start the process, it's hard to not want it to dig deeper, right? Yeah, I feel like it. It was for me. It's like a door that opened, and then you can't ever close it again. Um, very yeah. Yeah. So once it starts, it's sort of like there's like a, a flood of energy that just moves you forward and, and in whatever direction it takes you. But it well, doesn't ever stop. So yeah. we're going to wrap up here. We're going to say thank you to everyone who's been listening. Uh, we're going to be back with podcast number three. These podcasts are all self-contained. So if you haven't listen to number two before or one you know you can always tap into wherever you feel like it's resonating within you and attracting you i think that um do we want to like just end 
we've been going through the awakening process, how some 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 elements of that. We're ending a little bit with one of the tools, the conscious living. You gave us some good inspiration with a little small step of just, you know, becoming a little bit more aware of how I'm living my life uh, here yeah. and now, right? Yeah. So. Hold on one second, Luis. Uh, yeah. We're going to stop now because I hear footsteps and they're probably looking for me upstairs. Okay. We're going to say, push, thank push. you so very much. Push the car. Hey, hey. Thank